Hey everybody, we've got a very special episode today. It's me, Tim McLaughlin, your friend and dad. I'm coming to you from my house. <laughs> you fucking burped. No, no, I was trying to think of words. And I'm doing the intro. And uh, this, so this episode is called, what I do on the Patreon, it's called Mr. Manners. I go through the Miss Manners uh archives and i read from that and we give our takes and micah joined me on this one and it was so funny we're releasing it as a free episode if you want to listen to more mr manners you can check it out at patreon.com slash great hang and also we have a bunch of great extra episodes with guests we just had mike racine and his baby on this latest <laughs> this latest episode so if you want check that out great uh, patreon.com slash great hang we we appreciate all you guys thank you very much for listening goodbye hello and welcome to the mr manor show He's got all the answers, but he can't read. It's Mr. Manners with the advice you need. I sing the song every time, Micah. You do? Yes. we're. We have, I knew that because I listened to the show. You don't listen to shit. We have a very special guest today. It's Micah Fox, my co-host for Great Hang. Thanks so much for having me, Tim. You're welcome. Uh, we are not filming this one because we're doing a test. I'm trying to get the glitches out of the system. And if this comes out good, we will post it. And if it doesn't, me saying this doesn't really matter. So are you ready to get into it, Micah? Yeah. So this, so on the Mr. Manners show, we read from the Miss Manners archives. Right now we're in May of 2001. And we're finishing. And what a year that was. <laughs> and we're finishing uh, May. This is going to be May of the, 2001. We still had the Twin Towers. They were still up overlooking the... City. Tim. <laughs> that <laughs> is right. what they were doing. They were doing it. And now we start today at May 24th, 2001. Oh my God. Okay. This is Where's Your Hand? Where's your hand at? Where's your hand at? In my asshole. <laughs> Maybe it is. Dear Miss Manners, while dining, I usually keep my hand free on my lap. This is how this doesn't even sound that free. <laughs> this is stupid. If it'd dear, be free if it didn't have dear, a spot to be. <laughs> dear Miss Banner, I usually keep my hand free on my lap. Everyone who writes into this is fucking autistic. I swear to God. A friend and told everybody me, who reads it. <laughs> that's probably true. A friend told me that one must always keep both hands on the table. What is proper formal way of doing this? I would like to know since I often go to business dinners and lunches. What do you think, Micah? So, so we'll read what Miss Manners has to, to say. Trying to picture just you keeping a lame hand on the table. This motherfucker jacking off yeah. under the table. It looks bad when you do it with your heavy. I've never seen you do it because usually you eat with both of your hands. <laughs> yeah, in my face, very close <laughs> yeah. to the table. Uh, I think that you should always have a hand under the table so that you can jack off, of course. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. And I keep a hand under the table to feed the rats. Yes, because we do have rats in the walls now. So what? Do you, but what is your real thought? I think it doesn't matter if your hand's above or on, like on the table or not. I've never noticed that in my life. No, no. In good business etiquette, your other hand should always be shaking the other guy's hand. <laughs> yeah, getting deals done. Yeah. You should always be getting deals done. Uh, Miss... 
Yeah, forget ABC. It's ADD, baby. Yeah, always deals done. Always do deals. Always do deals. Gentle reader, your friend is European. Gentle reader. She calls everyone gentle reader. She doesn't know you. (laughs) She means, first of all, gentle writer. Uh, Yeah, I guess. Your friend is European. For reasons best known to themselves, Europeans prefer to be able to see the location of hands of everyone at the table. Probably a long history of murder in uh, olden days. Is that what Ms. Manor says? No, that was that's my conjecture. Yeah. It's not because they're wiping their butt with the other hand? I don't think it's because... It, no, that's India. That's so, everywhere. That's where the handshake even came from. You shake with one hand because the other one's the one you wipe your ass with. Oh, really? Yep. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Um, sorry, I was looking at your... Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, what? I was looking at your... What were you fucking looking at? Well, you're, you're you kind f- of away from the mic, so I was just making sure it was coming in okay, and it looks all right. Why don't you just worry about your distance from the mic, all right? My distance well, is... Dear Mrs. Manners, my, my First of all, podcast this is Miss Manners. Co- Miss, whatever. My podcast co-host is always worried about how far I am from the mic, not as worried about where he is from the mic, and he keeps jerking off during the podcast. Gentle reader, let your co- podcast co-host do whatever he wants, because he's a man, and you're a woman, and you should know your fucking place. All right. Um, Europeans prefer to be able to see the location of hands of everyone at the table so that, so that a hand is not in active use should be parked like a paw on the table's edge. Miss Manners expects Americans to follow. Miss Manners expects Americans to follow equal, equally formal American system, which mandates that the unused hand be parked on its owner's lap. However, she also calls attention to the fact this may require a certain amount of self-control. Miss Manners is saying, don't fucking whack off yeah. under the table. I know how usually when your hand's that close to your junk, you just got to touch it. You just got to rub on your cock over your pants a little bit. That's right. You just got to feel your the tip of your dick get wet. <laughs> you just gotta come sh- through your fucking pants. <laughs> you just got to shoot a load into your fucking <laughs> pants. So and that, shake it down your leg. And then wipe it off on the tablecloth while you're getting up. <laughs> and be like, oh, I spilled... Um, cream onto my pants and they're like we didn't have any cream tonight you're like well i bought some and it blew up in my pocket always bring your own ranch dressing that's what i say (laughs) you want to taste it if you don't believe me you want to taste it (laughs) dear miss it tastes motile (laughs) mo (laughs) because it's moving (laughs) yeah that's nasty micah (laughs) like a little spermies yeah they have motility tests you a nasty bitch Oh, no, she's going to do a mistake. Don't jump onto that. <laughs> that's going to fall off if you jump on it. I that. know. <laughs> no, that's bad, too. Yeah, jump onto it now. <laughs> Toe's trying to jump onto stuff, and she's going to get hurt. Dear Miss Manners, my cat's a fucking moron. Is it going to hurt herself? Should I stop her? Dear Gentle Reader, your cat is a baby and needs to get lots of pets all the time. And also, <laughs> if she's an asshole at night, that's because she loves you for some fucking reason. All right, here's another one. This one's long. Wait, that was it? Yeah, that's it. Th- that was the that was a very short one for the Miss Manners call. All right, let's that... try and keep them all that brief. No, this one's not that brief. This yeah. one's also from May 24th. So some of them have two and some of them have one. This one has two. Dear Miss Manners, I love my in-laws dearly. And no, next. <laughs> and every summer, my husband and I fly to their country to spend a month in the lovely home they purchased and furnished 30 years ago. 
These already sound like megawatt dweebs. They I w- all I know, are megawatt dweebs. I need dweebs. to know what country this is in. Stat. Because uh, it obviously, whatever the question is. It's I don't think they'll say, or Ugh. they would have said. They always extend warm hospitality to make us feel welcome. They purchase and prepare food like... The, Oh, prepare food we like, rearrange furniture, make plenty of closet and drawer space. We always help with cooking, laundry, cleaning, etc. Here's the problem. Really, it sounds idyllic. Their 30-year-old beds and sofas all are saggy and terrible and very lumpy. My back aches after only one night lasting into the day. Well, I can tell you what you do. Yeah. You stay at your best friend's house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, dear gentle reader, uh, that's the same thing with Tim's fucking parents. They got like, I don't know. Tim claims to be a multi-millionaire, but somehow his parents can't claim afford to be new a multi- beds. No one claims to be a multi-millionaire. Huh? Tim, that's what I was told the day we started dating. Well, that was to that. That's called sinking in the hook. Yeah. <laughs> um. So my back aches after only one night lasting into the day. I have tried every possible sleeping surface in their home. There are no hotels nearby, even if we could afford to stay in one year after year. All right, poor bitch. It is a month, Tim. They're poor. If you can't spend a month in a hotel... If you can't spend a month in a hotel... Then you don't deserve to go on vacation. I hate feeling like the spoiled American, but I'm already dreading the back pain... And this year I am pregnant. Bump, bump, bump. More I like don't bump, want... bump, bump. <laughs> I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want to force them to spend money. Can we somehow select and pay for new beds for their guest room? How do we approach it? That's what I would fucking... If I would do that, if it's just a matter of... Listen, Tim, is that at the end of the question? Yeah. It all depends on their relationship with that family. Right. You know? Yeah. I think you just... Like, you you told your mom, hey, we hate your beds. We're not sleeping at your house. Well, I explained to her, I said, well, the one bed is... It's a it's a Goldilocks type situation over no, there. No, it's not. They're all bad. No, one no, bed no, is... No, it's like if Goldilocks went to an orphanage and didn't want to sleep in any of those beds. Because <laughs> yeah. they all suck. <laughs> but the bed... <laughs> one bed is far too soft. So when I, I create a gravitational pull where you just fall on top of me, mm-hmm. the other bed is... Yes, it's the bed that's too soft. The other bed is... No, it's the bed and me. The other bed is uh, firm and bouncy and makes a ton of noise. Yeah. I slept on that one last time. Yeah, you slept on it by yourself, which is fine. I think I slept on the couch or something. But like, I move around a lot in my sleep. I'm constantly on the move. Oh, I know. You got that Jimmy leg. I got the Jimmy legs, and then I'm always tossing and turning. I love to toss, and I love to turn. It's possibly the most exercise I get all day. Mm-hmm. And uh, that it's so creaky in that bed. That bed's creaky. Here's what I would do. I'd say, this is how you approach it. I don't think you need to have any tact. You can say, yo, your beds suck. They hurt my back. I'm pregnant. The room that we stay in, would you care if we bought a new bed? We'll get it. We'll hire people to get it in there. You won't even know, and we'll even put the fucking blankets and shit on it when we get there yeah i mean if they can't handle that then if they can't handle that you i need to buy you a new bed then they don't deserve you at your um i'm, I'm having a baby and you get to see it <laughs> yeah. yeah use that fucking baby as leverage bitch yeah of course that's smart i forgot she was pregnant you just be like hey i'm pregnant that's how you solve riddles you listen to every part of the clue 
Yeah, uh, that's why I didn't get a single riddle right in Batman. <laughs> Damn. Uh, You're not supposed to get them right. They're very easy. In Batman? Yeah. Oh, jeez. A liar still. Um. So, anyways, yeah, we have to you, get back to you this. Hold, you withhold the baby until you, they agree to let you. you don't, no, you don't withhold the baby. What you do is. Yeah, you, you don't let you, it get born. You're like, I'm keeping this bitch in here until you fucking do. let me. You don't withhold the new, child. Yeah. You don't know. What you do That's is. That's what having grandkids is for. What you do is you tell. To turn them, the tables. You tell them that your doctor says you need to be on a certain type of bed. And would you mind if we bought it for your house because I'm pregnant? Yeah, and then you can get rid of it after we're gone because I won't be pregnant again. Bad idea, Tim. Then what? What about next year? Why would they get rid of a brand new bed? What about next year, Timothy? Well, here's what you do. (laughs) I'll tell you what you do. All right. You go there, Uh fucking break their fucking bed. Now they have to get a new one. You say, oh, I'm so sorry my fat pregnant wife broke your bed. Let me buy you a new one. And then you buy a nice one. And here's what else you do. You go, oh, shit. My wife was so <laughs> pregnant that she lit your bed on fire. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, she shit. her fat legs rubbed together and her she doesn't have a thigh gap anymore and it caught on fire and my and Whoa, then, damn, Tim trigger warning much. <laughs> Fucking say thigh gap. You don't know how many people just got triggered by that. And then her mung dripped out of her pussy and it Mung? That's the stuff that comes out when you push on a pregnant woman's stomach. What are you fucking talking about? And what is your fucking Pornhub search engine it's, look like? It's from that South Park where they play the brown note. I knew you wouldn't know it without South Park. I was like, Tim knows something. I know. How does everything. he know something? <laughs> so anyways, just like the bed on fire. Uh, there is an ad in the way of this. There we go. Will that get rid is of it? it? For it's for Walgreens. Casper? It's for Walgreens. It and- should have been a mattress ad if they know what they're fucking doing. In the etiquette business, dear gentle reader, in the etiquette business, we always tell hosts to sleep in their own guest rooms once in a while just to make sure they're comfortable. Nobody ever does this, and then I can't read anymore. Uh, Only people who are on their wary terms with visiting relatives would take such information as an insult. And in a relationship like that, it is not necessary to say anything because the visits are going to be brief. Mm Mm-hmm. So she's saying if you guys get along, they shouldn't be... That's what I'm fucking saying, too. Here's what she says you should say. We're buying you new beds for the guest room, so we want you to come and pick out what you like. Don't have them come pick it out. They picked out bad beds. They don't like... They they picked out shit. That's stupid, Miss Manners. You're stupid. Okay, here we go. Dinner conversation. Also, that's so passive-aggressive, Miss Manners. (laughs) Well, all of her tips are, like, passive-aggressive. Really? That's not... That's pretty fucking rude. It's always like, oh, we're buying you new beds. Hey, um, I'm buying you a nose job. Just come here and pick out the one you want. Uh, hey, my son is a dumbass retard. Will you? No. Come and, what? Albania. This is my show. I'm allowed Tim. to say whatever no, I want. No, you're on not it. because it's on our network. Oh yeah, our network, our network of shows I create. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this one's called Dinner Conversation. I'm having one right now. <laughs> That's true, Micah. Don't eat into the mic. People hate that. Okay. All right, this is uh, from May 27th, 2001. May the 27th be with you. Go on. 
<laughs> you know how they say on May a fourth, may the fourth be with you. No, what are you talking about? Because it's like may the force be with you. You know what I'm saying? No, like when do they do that? <laughs> All the time they do it on May fourth. May the fourth be with you. Oh. All right, dear Miss Manners. Could you say, quit eating. No, You're I... doing Miss Manners. Miss Manners would not like that you're eating during the podcast. They're nice and salty. They are salty. They're, Micah is eating french fries. Dear Miss Manners, could you say something about people who wear backpacks in crowded places? Such oh, as... I hate her already. <laughs> oh, such as laborers, people with low-paying jobs, you know, students, you know, all the fucking upper crust we got to cut out of this society. Here's something that Micah, and we did go over this on the live podcast, but something you've taken upon yourself is that you understand that the person writing in is a woman. Because everyone who writes into Ms. Manners is a woman. I will, unless they say. Deary me, this person's heavy belongings are in the way of my visage. Public transit and cafeteria lines. So on the train, you take your backpack off and you put it in between your legs. If you're standing. Yeah. That's the move. That's the polite thing to do. Totally agree. That's what you do. Uh, these people don't seem to realize. These people. Yeah. You can hear it. You can hear how fucking classist and racist <laughs> she is just from the mere suggestion that this is that this is something she's going to fix. Micah, you're a good addition to this show. I would not have thought about the classism or the racism, <laughs> mostly because I am as low class as they get. That's why you, you should be paying attention the most, brother. Wake up. Damn, I, you know, I Wake always, up, bitch. You, you know, in school, I always had to, you know, I was always, I was always, I was, I was saying the <laughs> sentence my entire life. I could never get it out. I've been saying this in school. In school, I always had to learn in the basement because I'm low class. Wow. <laughs> That's a pretty good joke I just made Tim, up. Tim, jogging there was the most exercise you got today. Damn, Micah, you're like school in summertime. No, no class. class. <laughs> uh, these people don't realize that they're that their appendage makes them cut a wide swath whenever they turn around. Oh, I hate this bitch. <laughs> I this am... could be a fucking little asshole too, though. It, what? It could be a little sniggly asshole. Yeah, the, it could, but it's not. And I am forever getting hit by their baggage. This is probably a small person too. Is this thing still glitching or what? I, I haven't seen it glitch yet. I have the time up, and it seems to not be glitching so far, so that's good. Why? Do you want to be done with this? No, I'm just curious. I believe the proper thing is for these wearers to put their packs in front of themselves when they are in crowded areas. Mail carriers do it, although they are mainly interested in protecting their letters. Oh my god, I hate this person so fucking much. Okay, so that's it from them. <laughs> Dear gentle reader... It also doesn't doesn't say dear. I always say dear. It just says gentle reader. What do you think? That's like a tick? I guess. <laughs> tick tock. <laughs> Time's up on this fucking gentle reader. Uh, Ms. Manners trusts <laughs> that you... I have some bad news. What? Did You'll you, know. Did you rip another one? <laughs> oh my God. Micah has been dropping... Micah dropped a fucking horrendous bomb today in the, in the fucking bedroom oh my lord if, Tim, i don't even know i think it's this get, well, get the well then get the get the um incense can, uh shit behind you and light it we have incense matches they're usually they're usually for tim 
they're usually for me for dropping bombs. Micah has been, and then so Micah, don't light your fart on fire. First of all, it won't do. You have to get really close for it to that do was it. Pretty good though. I farted right into the match. You have to un, you have to blow out the match for it to work. Um, dear Miss Manners, what if your girlfriend drops hot bombs all day? Is it proper for her to order barbecue for dinner? Because <laughs> she did, and I thought it was kind of fucked up, but she paid for it, so I didn't want to say anything. Yeah, it was the paying for it that it lets me fucking fart whatever goddamn fuck I want. That's true. All right. Miss Manners trusted Barbecue you- ain't cheap, Tim. <laughs> I know it's not cheap. It should be cheap. It's in everybody food. Do you, you want to... Here. Let's put the like something like this under there. Yeah, so let's put some doesn't... paper under the. Well, that way it won't way... burn the table. It's not that it won't catch on fire like that. Ah shit! You fucked up, you I'm... fucking idiot! <laughs> oh my god, dear Miss Manners, is my girlfriend's an idiot? Is it cool if I hit her? <laughs> Signed. Gen- gentle reader. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you sound yes. very gentle. Gentle reader, Miss Manners trusts that you are not implying that mail carriers ought to be better motivated. Also, sometimes she Miss Manners answers shit like she's damn Nostradamus. Surely protecting the mail is their <laughs> sacred trut, trust, and it is not their fault that most of it consists in duplicate catalogs. Backpackers may be perfectly well motivated and yet go around smashing people. This is why etiquette, unlike the more forgiving social sciences, is interested in actions as well as motivations. Good-hearted people who hit others with their backpacks are rude. Miss Manners, you're a fucking classist bitch, too. And I hope you fucking go down on the Titanic, you old drat. <laughs> you old drat? I meant to say bat. And then I didn't. Mike is now, Mike is high, I think, and obsessed with the smoke coming off of the incense match. But Ms. Manners normally uh, writes some shit that is like a non-answer. So Ms. Manners is like, yeah, I guess you can wear your backpack wherever. Just don't hit people with it. I fucking whacked a lady with my backpack the other day. Felt bad about it. But I also almost fell down on the trip. Oh, this will probably be a good one. From May 29th. May the 29th be with you. Mm, I still don't get that joke. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. Children's offensive remarks. Oh, hell yes. Bring this it might on, be good. Brother. Dear Miss Manners, <clears throat> at a museum, I caught sight of a man who had obviously been severely burned. <laughs> what was he, one of the exhibits? What? At a museum, I caught sight of a man who had obviously been severely oh burned. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a fucking mummy. <laughs> they were at the 9-11 Museum. Timothy. It had just opened. <laughs> As he passed by a group of school children. Timothy, the... none of these happened yet. I know. And that's also why it's funny. As he passed by a group of school children, the children pointed and shouted. Immediately, their teacher came over and lectured them on their behavior. Ah, oh, that reminds me Everything of, sounds perfect. Everyone's actions sound perfect so far. That reminds me of the Jeff Weichel Smith bit about the man who got acid thrown in his face. Yeah. He goes, you guys seen the man on the train that gets acid? He got acid thrown in his face? He'll come up to you and he'll shove a newspaper of when it happened right in your face. He goes, you'd think out of anyone, he'd be the person to learn to not shove something in someone else's face. <laughs> I love that joke. I also probably butchered it. Yeah, I was like, I feel like it was funnier when someone else was telling it. Jeff Weisselsmith. 
Hey, shout out to Jeff Weichelsmith, wherever you are. Wherever you are, rest in peace, buddy. Rest in peace, I hope you're happy. As a mother-to-be, I hope that my child would see, as a mother-to-be, another woman writing in. Oh, the way to presume that just because they're a mother, they're a woman, Tim? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, That's right, because Oprah had that man that had a baby. Yeah, and that's the only one, but it could be that person. I hope that my child would be better behaved than the ones at the museum. Okay, they so teach go- them. They ain't gonna be. Your child is gonna be a piece of shit just like every other child because it's fun to make fun of the disfigured. No, you can teach your kids. You can te- You can train your kids out of being a rude piece of shit just because Sue and Tim failed you doesn't mean they, they didn't everyone- fail me. They go, hey, you see that guy over there? Oh, look at him. They they did the Kevin Meany thing. They go, oh, I look at him, look at him, look at him, look at him. What are you doing? Are you looking at us? We're looking at you. You don't look at us. God damn it. I wish Kevin Meany was still alive. How does one instruct children on how to behave around people with disabilities? You get flashcards of all their disabilities. <laughs> and you tell them, like, you t- like, there's a red one behind an acid face, so that means no yell. But then when there's, you know, like a, I don't know, nurse, then you can yell. Huh? That was my flashcard game. It's pretty good. It kind of sucked and didn't make sense. How should one be... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, 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 hear more. Oh, okay. Okay, so then, like, then there's, like, a person in, like, a double-sided wheelchair, right? You know, it's, like, two wheelchairs. A double-sided wheelchair? You mean a bed with wheels? (laughs) Yeah. That sounds like what a double-sided wheelchair is. Yeah, one of those people who can't even wheel themselves. Yeah. Should we release this as a free episode? This is pretty funny. (laughs) I mean, why not? Then we don't have to do another thing. That's true. And you know I hate doing podcasts. I know. Just kidding. It's my favorite thing on the planet. Well, you're good at it. Go on. How, How do you... I train my child not to be rude to <laughs> the less fortunate? This is like, <laughs> That is the most insane question. I tell, I'm telling you, everyone who writes in <laughs> is a is, woman that is autistic. That is so fucking insane. <laughs> it's like the very, like, the, you fucking train them from a young age. I knew not to do that shit. There you go. I never did any of that shit. I wasn't allowed to point at fat people. Disfigured people, wheelchair people, but now they're saying with like wheelchair people and stuff, it's so you're like, because like people are taught like don't look, and then that makes the, them feel othered. So you're like, it's like how the question is, how do you train them to act natural? I do it. I go, what are you doing, wheels? And then I fucking push them down the stairs. I go, get up from that, bitch. Look how proud of yourself you are for coming up with that plan, man. My, you know my friend Ryan Nee Miller with the fucked up hands. Yeah, I'm sure he'd call you a friend as well. <laughs> He's got his little nubs that come out of his el- elbows. What? We were at the game store. I told you this story when we were at the game store. Oh, but regale us again. I think Miss Manners would like this. We were at the game store, and they and Ryan let me use his little game thing to get $5 off my Batman game. What what game thing? What? So he, has like the, he had like a GameStop frequent mm. user thing, and he let me use that to get $5 off my game. And the guy goes, hey, are there any games you want to hold? Asking Ryan. And I go, oh, you see his little nubby hands connected to his elbows? And you think, I'm going to be real funny today and ask this guy if he wants to hold any video games. Because he can obviously can play them with his little nubs on his elbows. That's really funny, man. It's really fucking funny. <laughs> and the dude goes, no, that he had the thing. I was just asking because he has the thing. And Ryan goes, I can play video games. Wait, the- can he? Yeah, he's like really good. Huh. He's like actually good at video games. That's funny. But uh, yeah. So 
So all in all, the asshole was you. Me, of course. I'm not saying I was the hero of this story. Comedically, yes. Micah dropped another. Are they hot? It hasn't even come out the box. Wait, there's this a is fart. A preemptive. You are going to shit yourself, my man. No, I'm not. I don't know why it's. How should, I think it's the prednisone, Tim. How should one behave if one's child behaves inappropriately in such a situation? You hit him. I That's understand. what corporal punishment is for. It's for the corporal that got blown up in Vietnam. <laughs> to hit a kid when yeah. they say, hey, where'd your leg go, fatty? I understand that it is natural for children to be curious, to be curious about, and then in parentheses, and afraid of people who look quote unquote different. But we all know that learning to control our emotions is part of growing up. I don't think drinking a lot last night on the prednisone helped you, Micah. Tim? Yeah. When I want your opinion on how to smell better, I will never ask for it. (laughs) The best way to teach... Dear... Oh, gentle reader. Everyone looks quote-unquote different in one way or another. Nope. Wrong. That's what Ms. Manners says. Ms. Manners is fucking dead wrong on that shit. That's how we tell them apart. First of all, identical twins, Ms. Manners, think... The best way to teach children to avoid (laughs) spending their lives offending and or boring people by pointing out to them that they are tall or use a wheelchair or have red hair or a stutter or to enlarge their experience in the world. But you are quite right that you should not let them out without first having made an absolute rule against commenting on other people's appearances favorably or unfavorably. That's actually a really great advice. Except to compliment people who are incredibly attractive. She didn't say that too. <laughs> no, except to compliment people they know extremely well. As for on-the-spot corrections, Miss Manners hopes that the teacher's lecture consisted of only consisted only of scolding the children for being rude and that she saved the part about how do you think it makes him feel for later. Yeah. Cuz uh, he does he's never He's never uh, thought about that before. He'd be like, should I feel bad about this? Dude, I wonder if these people staring at me and these children yell. I'm I'm sure he's like unaffected by now because his whole body hurts from the burns. And he has other things to worry about. You know, like nerve damage. I mean, I'm trying to decide if it would get old or better. You know what I mean? At a certain point, it might be kind of fun to scare school children and shit. Oh, yeah. Be like, this is what happens to you when you don't do your homework. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, That's what I'm going to say when my niece meets you. (laughs) That's what I, when there are young children in audiences, like, you know, sometimes you'll do like a show. There'll be like a 14 to like 17 year old kid. I always go, listen to what I say and do the exact opposite of everything. Mm -hmm. And your life will turn out fine. Although my life's pretty good now. It took about 34 years, but it's pretty good. I guess for the first 18, it was good. And then I ruined up to 34. Mm-hmm. And now it's pretty good again. You're welcome. Thanks. Dear Miss Manners, we have received a wedding. <laughs> Were you burping? I think it I think it stopped being a burp at some point. <laughs> you think it's a fart that came out of your mouth? <laughs> it's like. The gas is like fighting for which direction it wants to go. Oh my God, you're going to explode. We have received a wedding invitation and do not know how to respond. It is from a man who, along with his former wife, 
has been our close friend for 15 years. Okay. <laughs> he recently divorced his wife and left his family for another woman. <laughs> yeah. Wait, he left his family? Oh, what are you? Never heard of that before? Well, I mean, princess. He, he could have. You he, never fucking heard of a broken home? You fucking privileged <laughs> little fuck. Not, You've never heard of someone getting sick of their fat <laughs> wife and their annoying kids who scream at the acid guy on the street I'm and not, say, "I just want a better life with my secretary who doesn't understand the word for thermal." I'm not saying that. I'm saying, I'm surprised that he, he left his family. It seems like he could have stayed with like he could still be in touch with his children he might still be in touch with his children well then it doesn't sound like he left his family it sounds like his wife kicked him out of the house well the house that he probably pays for have you ever heard of a deadbeat dad that's what they do they leave their family and then they show up maybe once every year or few with like a football even though it's like 23 and it's way too fucking late for that that sounds pretty good go on all right do we attend the wedding to show support for his two teenage children who live with their mother, called it? If so, what do we... Of course they live with the mother. That's what leaving your family means. If so, what do we say in the receiving line? We can't say out loud what we feel inside. Saying That to is the... an insane thing to even ask. Uh, should we air all of our feelings and grievances <laughs> in this incredibly public and inappropriate moment? That's insane. Uh, we don't know, in saying to the new bride, we don't know how you can sleep at night, you home wrecker. Or saying to the groom. Is that I, in this? Yeah. Wait, they really wrote that? I thought you were No, 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 they say we can't say out loud what we feel inside. Saying to the new bride, we don't know how you sleep at night, you home wrecker. Or saying to the groom, I hope your new wife breaks your heart like you broke Sue's heart. <gasps> Is this my dad? Oh my God, does your dad have a secret family with a home wrecker? No, I don't think so. That would be unacceptable. Do we decline the invitation? If yes, so. Yes, yes. Do not go. You're <laughs> fucking mentally ill. Don't attend. <laughs> if so, do we word our regret and is a gift card in or a gift or card in order? We don't even know what kind of card would be appropriate under these circumstances. Please help us with this predicament. We have never been in a situation like this and hope never to be again. Okay, listen up. Uh, <laughs> those people aren't your friends, all right? So you don't have to go to their wedding. They're not, you're not friends with them anymore. You don't like them. But what about the husband? What about the hu the husband could bro down, though, with the, with the guy? <gasps> well, that he's not the one writing the letter then, so it's not about him. Yeah. It's about, like... If your fucking wife can't handle the home... First of all, homewrecker, no. It's all in the husband. So leave this fucking bride out of it. Yes. All right. She didn't make any fucking vows. This ain't her fucking thing. And she'll probably get what's coming to her if history has anything to do with anything. Feminism. Feminism. Good feminism, Micah. Good right. job hitting the mic, Micah. Well, right. But it's, so it's like, if you hate them both, do not go to their fucking wedding. If you can't write, think of something nice to write in a card, don't send them a card. Don't send him a gift either. Don't, don't, send, don't, yeah. But what I'm saying is, what if the wife is friends with the wife and the husband is friends with the guy and now the husband's like, damn, that dude was my friend and now I can't be friends with him anymore. Do you think the husband can be secretly friends with him? Like, he'll tell his wife, like, I'm going bowling or whatever, but really he's hanging out with that dude. Yeah, totally. Don't you have a friend like that? 
What do you mean? Don't you have a friend whose wife hates you? Oh, most of my friends' wives don't like me. Right, and don't they have to lie and be like, oh, I'm going to the gym, honey, and then the gym means you sucking your dick? No, I don't think so. I don't think they have to lie to hang out with me. I bet. They might. I bet they might. <laughs> I am a bad influence on them. Well, that means your friends are dorks and you should cut them loose. Well, I'm a bad influence on I feel like Midwest people think if you don't have a child by, you know, 30, that you're a bad influence on your other friends. You are, because you show them how much better shit can be. <laughs> if you didn't fucking just, like, sabotage your entire trajectory at the tender age of 30. Gentle reader. Of course you must decline the invitation yes. to, <laughs> to attend a wedding where you wish pe both people ill. <laughs> It's so mentally ill to even consider it. What are you, the bad fairy? What? I don't know. Unfortunately for you, the proper way to decline the wedding invitation is a set piece that leaves no room for the guest's opinion of the couple. Mr. and Mrs. Penrod. Mr. and Mrs. Penrod Pebble re regret that they are unable to accept the kind invitation to Mr. and Miss to Miss Homewreckers and Mr. Cad for Saturday, the 9th of June. She told him to write that? Well, no, but you put your name in there yeah. and you put their names in there. Yeah. Uh, if they include... A cad. What the fuck? Was this written in, like, May 29th, 1940? <laughs> yeah, Ms. Manners is from, like, 1915. Okay. If they include one of those horrid response cards, Ms. Manners gives you permission merely to check the negative choice without comment. What do you, you mean horrid response cards? What's so I don't wrong know. about a response card? I have no idea. You may also take advantage of the fact that presents are optional when one does not attend a wedding. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you don't fucking move along. I thought you always had to buy presents, or is that just what people tell you so that they can get presents? I mean, people do invite more people than they want to their wedding just so that they can like get a couple extra checks and you know things crossed off the registry. My brother went to this person's wedding the other week. 300 people. Woof. That's a lot. Yeah. Our wedding is. Was it also at the Saints of Columbus? The Knights of Columbus? Whatever. No, it was downtown at the like the really nice spot. Our wedding will be at Cobra Club. Probably. <laughs> I mean, it, we might have already had it. It's <laughs> possible. Uh, here we go. Unspoken tragedy. This is from May thirty first. May the thirty first be with you, Tim. <laughs> Dear Miss, I get Ma it now. <laughs> Dear... <laughs> All right, so there is only. Oh my God, Miss Manners goes off on this one. This is called unspoken tragedy. Dear Miss Man, would it be wrong for me to not only bring up but also inquire about the tragedy that ruined my family before I was ever born? Okay. Is it really any of my business as I hadn't even been thought of yet? What? See, I have a big sister and a big brother. One 11 years older and one 12 years older. Okay, so you're a fucking accident. There was another sister that I would have had as a big sister, only she drowned in the family's backyard when everyone was home. She was only three or four. Oh my god. Yeesh. So wait. That boy. How, how Tim stop laughing. What the fuck is this question? What is this question for Miss Manners? This is so insane. Yes, bring it up. Ask about 
sister just ask the most stable person in the house about it. But also, like, I think they don't even want to know the answer. I think they just need to tell somebody their tragedy. Yeah, some of that is. You know know how you're like, um, like, they're guising it and, like, I'm looking for advice, but really, I just want someone to say, I'm so sorry that happened to you or whatever. Yeah. I figured out that I figured out that had I not had other, another sibling, well, they would have had her, not me. I kind of found out on my own. Nobody ever told me. To this day, my brother, who is 36, will not talk about what happened. Damn. Okay, well, don't ask him then. <laughs> yeah, so X that one off the list. <laughs> my parents also, were... Also, he should get over it. Yeah. My parents were divorced by the time I was six or seven and to be honest none of us kids is a role model type adult there is no communication on any level no normal family gatherings except for by the pool <laughs> you didn't <laughs> no i wrote i said that that's funny <laughs> i feel no there's like a baby white baby carriage next to the pool <laughs> the, the pool the has the carriage. pool has one of those tiny yeah. little crosses at the bottom uh-huh. of it <laughs> I feel I feel knowing the truth about the past will help me resolve issues in my life, but I can't make up my mind because the risk of hurting my mom and everyone else all over again. So wait, but the, you have to know he at least knows that it happened or she. Yeah. So uh, they have to yeah. know something. Yeah, I think well, I mean they have to know. I don't know. My friend once told me he was like... Or was there like a flip book of like the baby falling in the pool? <laughs> my friend once told me that his parents had a... Like, I think I was young. He was like, my parents had a miscarriage. If they wouldn't have had a miscarriage, I wouldn't have been here. And I go, all right. Yeah, and if your dad had jerked off a day later, he wouldn't be here either. There's a lot of fucking... Com- <laughs> Some things coming and going in your lineage, pal. Here's what Ms. Manners says, and it is long. Oh, there's two Dear Miss Manners on this one. Cool. Uh, gentle reader, Ms. Manners hopes that you're figuring that you're figuring that you were born only as a replacement for your dead sister is not an example of the way you hope to resolve issues in your life by learning about the past. It does not show talent for separating fact from speculation. You can jump to such conclusions more easily without having any of the information you seek. Okay. First of all, Kind of harsh off the top. I love it. No, no, she's fucking dead. That's what I was fucking saying. Stop making it all about you. I wouldn't be here if Zane didn't die. No one will talk to me about the dead thing. It's like, shut the fuck up. Stop making it about you. All the same, she sympathizes with your curiosity about your family and appreciates your hesitation to hurt their feelings to satisfy it. You might begin your inquiry by research that does not involve them. Birth and deaths are matter of public record. So you will be able no, to no, discover no. at least the He's basic facts. He's not going to say what he wants to know, which is why was my family letting my little my sister fucking play around the pool? What was everyone doing it at the time? How did you find the body? And who did what after? Mm-hmm. That's oh. he wants the fucking drama. The only way to figure this out is the Patriot Act. Yeah. Uh, there may microfiche. <laughs> there may. There may also have been some journalistic attention on the death, as it presumably occurred when the juvenile death was less common than it is now. Wait, what? Juvenile death is more common now? There may also have been some journalistic attention on the death, as it presumably occurred when juvenile death was less common than it is now. So, she, yeah, she's saying juvenile death is common? You think people are grabbing babies by the feet and just braining them against a pole? What? <laughs> 
the fuck made you say that? How did that come to your mind so quickly? I, that was, I, what the fuck? What know, the hell? I know a guy who grabbed a raccoon by the tail and smacked him against a, not a raccoon, a possum. He grabbed a possum by the tail and smashed his head against a pole. Tim, you come from bad people. That's so gross. <laughs> his name's Rich Reagan's very funny comedian. Knowing the background will enable you to make a gentler approach. Asking your mother what your sister was like rather than demanding to know what happened to her. Your mother and siblings may still be unwilling to talk. However, in this blabby age where any retinence, R-E-T-I-C-E-N. Reticence. Reticence. Nice. Thank and that's God. that's not you. a C. R-E-T-I-C-E-N-C-E. Okay. I know how to read letters, bitch. Uh, Is considered unhealthy, if not sinful. Hmm. It may be hard for you to imagine how strong a wall of silence may be. If you want to spare their feelings, you will back away if you encounter it and seek out other relatives or friends who may be able to enlighten you. Dude, that's so fucking true. I learned so much shit from my, like, um, uncle who everyone thought was, like, mentally handicapped. He, like, only kind of was. But it's like, if you sat by him at the party... He stuttered, so it would take a long time, but you would get all the dirt eventually. <laughs> you have to sift through, but you get that dirt. Oh, yeah. You just park yourself right up next <laughs> sit, to it. Sit in your, your stuttering uncle. It's like it's like going panning for gold. Yeah. It takes forever, but the gold comes. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Mom was on meth when she had my <laughs> sister? Good to know. No one ever brought it up. <laughs> Dear Miss Manners, this is our final one for the show. This has been a long show because we've been having fun. Choo-choo. All yeah. aboard. The All aboard train. the fucking fart train. <laughs> yeah, blast off. Fucking <laughs> no coal needed in this fire. As a teacher, I... Oh, I'm getting heartburn. As a teacher, I frequently receive gifts from students during the holidays and at the end of the school year. I glad I, gl- I gladly write thank you notes to the students. They are always happy to receive them and appreciate having their gifts acknowledged. This year, I received a few thank you cards from students thanking me for helping them out during the school year and for being their teacher. The cards have meant as much to me as the gifts, but I don't know the proper way to acknowledge them. Do I write a thank you note for the thank you card? Yes. Next. No, you just say, oh, thank you for the call. You just say it to them. You don't need to write. Because then you get into a loop of writing thank you notes for thank you notes. That's the end of the loop. You don't even write a thank you note. You write another note that said it was so wonderful to have you in class this year. I hope that you make it in the future. It's like like if someone writes being like, hey, I heard your grandmother died. I'm sorry. Then you write a note being like, thank you for your condolences. A note can... I heard your grandmother died. Also, you were my favorite teacher. <laughs> Thank you for being a good teacher. That's what I'm fucking saying. Yeah, I mean, if you want to fucking... All right, here's what we get. Yeah. Strictly speaking, this is Dear Gentle Reader. Strictly speaking, a letter of thanks does not require a reciprocal letter of thanks. Not require, Boom. but does not... And that is a win for the Timster. As you no doubt realize, 
That would start an endless chain. No, you're both dumb. I'm. Oh, we're both dumb? This is Miss Manners, and I'm damn Mr. Manners. So I think you should A, B, C your way out of here. What? That's right. What does the ABCs have to do with that? She's a teacher. No, but you were talking. No, it's so. <laughs> she, te- she teaches ABCs. Talk about infinite loop. In- infinite stupidity loop coming out of your mouth and it- into your butthole. <laughs> That's you, bro. <laughs> there it goes just now. But just as you just as you enjoy those letters and the children enjoy your letters of thanks for their presence, children who have taken the trouble to write you a letter would also enjoy, enjoy the word of appreciation. Thank you, Mrs. Manners. Booyah, She is Ms. Manners. She is a fucking piece of shit who is unlovable and never was married. All right. Well, that's it. And we don't do sign-offs on this show. So, Micah, thank you very much for coming on, Miss Manners. Signing off. Oh. It's me, Mrs. Manners. Oh, shit. She's married to Manners. The lovable, mannersly lady. <laughs> what? Why am I so fucked up right now? Because you keep ripping ass and your brain doesn't have any oxygen. Am I, did I lose all the oxygen in my brain? I think am so. Am I going crazy? I think you are. Good night. Goodbye.